Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is December 12th on a Tuesday and it is cold outside here in Mobile, Alabama. It's uh, 40 degrees right now. Uh, it's 621. Uh, I'm about to get going uh, to the gym. Yesterday was a day off and uh, my wife took one of our daughters. I took one of our daughters when we went separate and just kind of did some errands and shopping and different kind of spent half the day with them um it's it's always good to spend time as a family that's four but also to have that one-on-one time just to connect and be in unity uh, and just you know just spending time shows you care right so it was an awesome day yesterday and i getting back to it today um continuing on in a in ephesians here and what Paul says, you know, he continues to make lists. And he says in Ephesians 5, 3, and 4, But fornication, all uncleanness, covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather the giving of thanks. So he has this whole list of things that are not good to do. <laughs> not good to engage in. Like... He makes it pretty simple. Um, and uh, there's this whole list, and I'm not necessarily going to go through all of it, but these are some things that the world does. And really, this is the sway of the culture and people and trends around us that we have to be careful for, that we have to be aware of, and that we have to beware concerning these things, you know? Because they've sort of become normal, normalized, and it's not healthy, spiritually, it's not a good thing, Uh, and it never has been, and it it never will be, and so we have to be careful, and it's one of this balance between, you know, really um, being able to have a sense of humor, you know, some people are sarcastic, some people aren't, you know, when I I was first saved, I, I really didn't know how to act like I didn't know what being Christian looked like do you know what I'm saying like I was brand new again I didn't grow up in church I didn't go through children's ministry and Sunday school and all of those things I didn't go through any of it Uh, it wasn't until my mid-20s that I was on my uh, truth search and where the Lord started to get my attention but so I didn't know when I was saved I was like so now what (laughs) like I believe 100% I'm all in like, this is amazing. But then I didn't know what to do. So what I do, well, my reference was were other believers, were other Christ followers, those who trusted in the Lord. And so they were my reference. So I would look to them, honestly. And I wouldn't say, hey, I'm looking to you to see what I do. Because I, that's weird. I just was, like, inwardly going, okay, well, how do they de- deal with that? How do they react to that? And so as I hung out and fellowshiped and, connected in different you know groups groups within church and all I was just learning learning as I was living out my my life as a Christian and I knew and I saw that Christians were were different right they were not like the world they were not like my friends they were not like my bandmates when we hung out like at all and so I just glean from them by the way that they lived their life and by the way that they spoke, right? And so it's pretty amazing because 
I was super influenced and amazed that these guys didn't participate in all the things that the world says to participate in. They didn't buy in to all the trends. They didn't conform. You could tell they were transformed by the way that they lived, by the, by the words that they said. They weren't bitter, angry, mad. They didn't just... They weren't like talking about, you know... They didn't have like perverted jokes, dirty jokes, you know. They they weren't demeaning to women. They weren't like, you know what I'm saying? Like this whole list of just like, wow, these guys are so different. They're living for the Lord. Like you can tell. And that that really had an influence on me and it helped me to it helped my spiritual growth to skyrocket. Let me put it that way. They cared about what they said. They cared about their reactions. They cared about their actions. They cared about what they, you know, what they did on a daily basis. You could tell. (laughs) They had self-control. They literally were displaying the fruits of the Spirit for me. And, And so Paul contrasts this with giving thanks, which I love. He said, don't do all of these bad sins and all of these things, you know, just, but instead give thanks. Right, and I kind of love that. I kind of love that because the most thankful people on this earth should be those who trust Christ for salvation, those who walk with Him on a daily basis. Because we have, think about it, you guys, we have so much to be thankful for. So much. So are we cultivating an, an, an attitude of thankfulness, an, an attitude of gratitude, a lot of people say, right? Just to remember it. But, but are we cultivating that? Do we have to remember it? Or are we, is thankfulness flowing from us to others? Even through trials, we can be thankful because, well, God, thank you, I'm alive. God, thank you, you're getting me through this. God, thank you that you're with me in this. God, thank you for my salvation. I'll never forget Pete. Pete was a guy in my last church. I ran a couple, started and ran a couple prayer meetings uh, for a couple years. And I, Pete was one of the ones who was so faithful to come every day. I'm not sorry, not every day. Every week. We had him once a week or twice a week. And he would always be there. Always. Now, Pete was a, was a, was an old timer. He was in a gang. And I mean, he had a violent past. It was insane. I think he got shot a few times and just by being in a gang. But anyway, he was hooked on heroin for years. And so he quit, he got saved, or he got saved, and he quit. And this whole chain of events, he just grew, you know, so much. And uh, uh, he loved the Lord. And you could tell. Every, anything, anytime you talked to him, it was just always about, he was always about the Lord Jesus. And every time we prayed, uh, before the first thing he said every time he prayed out loud and I wasn't analyzing prayers it was just a pattern that I noticed but every time he said thank you Lord for my salvation he felt so unworthy and undeserving that God would actually choose him save him forgive him he had such a sordid past that he really just kind of exuded the grace of God because he understood it himself. He was so incredibly thankful just for salvation. <laughs> and you could tell by his words, by the way he said it. Like it, it made him emotional. Like every time he said, thank you for my salvation. Thankfulness really does combat all those other temptations to sin. 
You know, it helps us to stay on the right track. It helps us to have a heightened countenance. It helps us to have the right heart. Amen. Well, hey, guys, God bless you. Hey, I hope you have an amazing rest of your Tuesday and talk to you in the morning.